that was sparks by night leather the system glitch remix we've been waiting to hear that uh and they they dropped a little early on Bandcamp, so go pick it up now <laughs> all right you're listening to night right fm i'm your host karen zoe lee and i have a guest for you tonight i have been waiting for two years to show you this guy's music and i've been pestering him to finally release it uh it started in 2019 with a track that i saw on his youtube channel the rise of sargassus and um We've been friends for a while, and it took a while to decide on his artist name, but he goes now by Andrew Lesint, and he'll be joining us later after we uh, after we hear some new releases and submissions. Uh, coming up next, we have my guest from last week, User, just released Dreams and Nightmares, and here's one of my favorite tracks, Oasis. You got me walking through the desert I've been treated so unkind And I won't stick around at the end of time You got me walking Through the desert Craving your 
was Oasis by User from his brand new album Dreams and Nightmares. Highly recommended. Coming up next, a submission from Monse Torres. I love this one. This is an instrumental called Neon Light. That was Neon Light by Monse Torres. Absolutely beautiful. That's the second submission I've had from him. Coming up next, my Aztec dealer has been uh, keeping me in stock. <laughs> He's got me this collab by Zach Vortex and Young Empress, um, Aztec. <laughs> uh, they did this cover of Go Your Own Way.
That was Zach Vortex and Young Empress with their cover of Fleetwood Mac's Go Your Own Way. Absolutely gorgeous. I love that rendition. It's, it's gentler, but it's sparkly. Coming up next, I have a submission from, goodness, these web names. Elzar? <laughs> Might be Elzar. <laughs> oh, that's a name for Futurama, isn't it? Well, I'm calling you Elzar till you correct me. Uh, this is a, a beautiful track called Space Voyager. Thank you. 
was Space Voyager by Elsar. It was uh, his very first track. Awesome. <laughs> I am so honored that you let me play that one. I'm looking forward to future releases. Uh, coming up next, we have a super early premiere of a track that Lau is releasing next week. Uh, in a week. Exactly a week, I believe. <laughs> this is called Undecided. <laughs> Yeah. 
was undecided by Lau of Aztec Records. Beautiful. All right, coming up next, I got another one from Grand Blaster. Goodness, he's been sending me submissions. Um, I hope you're listening in stereo because the waveform on this one looks like a key. <laughs> this is Grand Blaster with One on One.
That was one-on-one -on -one by Grand Blaster. Goodness, that sounds like a fight that cost me a lot of quarters. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, Elixir finally sent me a new one she did with Sandor Gavin. Here's a track called Feels Like Magic. Destination, you are the journey and the fuel. You capture all of my attention and with those eyes of angel blue, so heavenly you.
That was Feels Like Magic by Elixir and Sandra Gavin. I wonder, is Red Manor going to claim her? Red Manor Records? Maybe. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got a new one from Thought Beings uh, from the EP Strange Matter. I took the titular track. Strange Matter by Thought Beings, and they're going to be releasing their EP, Strange Matter, uh, October 1st through uh, Aztec Records. So, coming up next, oh man, this guy's been a friend of mine for a while. He's finally sent me a submission. He's preparing his album, Lonely Astronaut, 
uh, the artist to the stars we return has sent me abort mission Abort Mission by To The Stars, We Return, from the upcoming album Lonely Astronaut. All right, let's see, I've got one from Under Satellites. This is a brand new submission from Under Satellites. This is Chasing Destiny. Some 
Chasing Destiny, the uh, new single from Under Satellites. All right, I got one more before I bring out my guest. Cyberwalker has sent me something pretty epic. This is a new track called Crystal Glow. Thank you. 
That was Crystal Glow by Cyberwalker. Love a good cyberpunk groove, you know. In the future, you don't always have to speed. You can go the speed limit sometimes. <laughs> All right. We have reached that point in the show. My guest will be coming up next. But first, I want you to hear this track. Uh, I heard this track as an unfinished track back in 2019. And I just, I didn't stop bugging this guy. And so here it is. Andrew Lissin with the, the final version of The Rise of Zargassus.
And that was The Rise of Sargassus by Andrew Lissint from his brand new debut album, Second Chance. And of course, my guest of the hour is Andrew Lissint. Hello, sir. Hello, Karen. Finally, we meet us. Yeah. How long has it been? I think the first time I heard the first version of that song was uh, 2019, summer of 2019. Yeah, I, I think it was August 2019, but it's uh, two years. It was two years ago, exactly. What version of that song? Did, was that the first version? At the end, I had about 20 versions of the songs because I, I, I went over and over on that song and added little small things and added some new bridge and a new chorus. And yeah, but at the end, uh, yeah, it's still my first song on the album and it, I think it's, it's a bit like Steve Way. I love that. Goodness, I've heard so many versions along the way and I just feel very fortunate to have that sort of inside look on your work because you've also done, you know, the live studio streams where you're working and we get to watch you. <laughs> I like that. You mean that the uh, Facebook streams were, yeah. Yeah, was producing, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Goodness, so what made you decide to finally do a full album on, on your own, produced by yourself? I mean, this is your first. Uh, difficult to say. <laughs> I did so many things in my life and I released nothing because uh, back in the time, in the 80s and 90s, we, we didn't have that possibility with Spotify and Bandcamp and everything. So you actually had to go to, into a studio and have to record everything and it was a lot of money which we didn't have as a, as a as youngster back then in, in the 80s, 70, 1987, 1989. And yeah, it's my MacBook. And I'm speaking on my MacBook, which I produced the whole album. Wow. It's still great. It's over 10 years old, but still working. But we want to make some advertising for Apple here. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people use that. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people on stage with that Apple logo on their laptop so <laughs> yeah and some guys they are so they have some uh, what do you call it they cover the apple logo with some stickers yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's less for me <laughs> <laughs> so you've been a musician since the 80s then yeah um uh, next year it's it's not a secret I will be 50 next year in spring, you say. And I did a lot of stuff with some rock bands, cover bands. Once I was a keyboarder from a Toto cover band. That was, cool. yeah, that was crazy. I had to learn 30 songs in about three months. And you know, every Toto song has 300 chords. So that was crazy. But uh, yeah, it was a great time. And uh, usually I was a live keyboarder border and uh, have my fun back in the days and you're getting older and you're sitting your ass down in the studio and then you think I want to do something for me creating some music and yeah that's how it started that album second chance I think and because I love Logic Pro it's awesome it's from Apple it's running smooth on my Apple MacBook Two years, yeah. Also, first of all, uh, I produced over, I think, 40 or 50 tracks or wow. more, more like I ideas. And yeah, I, I, I went to my uh, source where I'm coming from, from the 80s, from the late 80s. I'm coming from the late 80s and from the early 90s. Yeah, that's it so far. Nothing, nothing magical behind it, yeah. <clears throat> 
No, but you spent a long time playing other people's written music, and you finally got a chance to write your own. Exactly. Is, is this the first time you've released your own music? Uh, we went into a studio 1997 with the rock with band. With your band? Yeah, oh. it was a it, it was a rock band. I call it Red Shy, what whatever that means, Red Shy. And we went into a studio here in Switzerland, and we re- and we recorded six tracks for about eight thousand or ten thousand bucks. It was so expensive. Wow. And at the end, the the result, the end result of that CD was so beep. I think today you have some more possibilities to record your own stuff, even with an iPad. An iPad has so much power, or and you can add your guitar via some audio interface and record your stuff, and uh, you can master it via online services. And yeah, times change. Yeah, they had to. Because uh, during the pandemic, you know, if it weren't for the new technology, nobody would be able to record anything. Yeah, no exactly. one can go into the studios. No one can meet up with their bands. They do it all online now. Yeah, it's if you have money, you go into a studio, have some audio engineers and, and they are mixing and then the master engineer is coming, master it and yeah, it sounds perfect, but you need some money. But you can do also your own stuff in your home studio with some little equipment and if you look out there, there are so many great artists out there with great awesome music and like Peter Zimmermann, you know that guy, Peter mm-hmm. Zimmermann, yeah. German guy, he's, uh, he stopped making music music but he's now uh, he's got record club going mastering yeah other artists and in in his own home studio and yeah yeah that's genius people are building studios in their homes i mean it's amazing to see like the, the little vocal studios they get all the padding around the microphone they just put it in the closet or something like you're yeah. all from home now exactly but you still need the skill and you need some you need some experience mm-hmm yeah, yeah, anybody can have a studio now, regardless At of the experience. End, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you need an idea, you need the, the right hardware, and you need some a little experience, and you need Spotify and iTunes, and you can be yeah. you can be great if you have a great idea. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it's, a, it's, it's costly no matter what, no matter what the setup or how you go about it, it does cost a lot in the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, so you've got uh, you've got a Seattle Nights track in here, and uh, yeah. I know you've been to Seattle before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, when, when's the last time that you visited? We'd love to see you out here again. Uh, it was back in 2015. 2015, I went to Vancouver. Okay. From Switzerland to Vancouver uh, without my wife. It, it was a solo uh, trip. I went to Vancouver, took the car, drove into the States and did a turn back there to Redmond, visited Microsoft and, and all that stuff, the, the West Coast. and Exactly. And uh, I, I, I visited the uh, fish market in Seattle. It was smelling mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> it was about 35 degrees in that summer. It was oh, very hot. Yeah, yeah, people told me it's usually not that hot, but uh, this year is it, it's, it's very hot. So, but yeah, I didn't go to the needle because it's too high for me. I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> so. Oh no! And they just recently yeah. put in a glass floor up there too. So ah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. nothing for me. I took a ferry from Seattle to the other side. I can't remember the name of the ferry, but you had such amazing view to 
downtown of Seattle. Was that Fauntleroy? Could be. It was about 20 minutes, okay. 20 minutes to the other side and then back. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I did that. That's cool. That'd be cool to get you over here on a tour. Yeah, would be nice. Some <laughs> Seattle needle influence, uh, needle uh, uh, influence tour there. Speaking of which, do you uh, have any desire to play this material live? Uh, would be awesome. Would be awesome to play it live. Two years ago, I already contacted some bars and clubs here in Switzerland, but uh, COVID, yeah, came mm-hmm. between that, and I don't know. I am maybe next year would be nice to played in Seattle on stage but uh, for me the prior release was just release anything and we will see where it goes so yeah 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 that's it I'm not the youngster anymore so (laughs) (laughs) oh you're young enough yeah
this is a this is a fully stacked album 14 tracks they're all epic yeah thank you yeah i always tell people to take their time take all the time they need if it takes a couple years great you know just be happy with the final product two years in production yeah and maybe it doesn't sound like two years but it was i had so many breaks between days or weeks of course but in those two years i picked up song for song and added change little sequences so at the end those tracks are influenced over the time period so i i couldn't do that in one evening 14 tracks but uh yeah it's 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 my life in two years in one album, maybe. Wow. It, it's an easy explanation. So, mm-hmm. And there are lots of hours in it and small little things. And I changed some reverbs there and some delays. And I mixed it again. And there was the bass drum was not loud enough. And uh, I added some compressor and all that technical stuff at the end. And it, it came out awesome. I like it. It's my little baby, second chance, and I still like it. And I listen it 300 million, millions of times, and I still like it. Yeah. Mm, me too. It's my little baby. It's the little <laughs> angel, the little baby lesson, and I hope the people are enjoying it. Oh, and- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been amazing watching this develop because you've kept me updated every step of the way. Yeah, exactly. From, you know, when I heard the very first version of The Rise of Sargassus. Sargassus, yeah. Yeah. Was that the first version of the song that you ever made? The Rise of Sargassus was my 25th track in the beginning. I remember I had... 24 another tracks but they are in the trash now so i think it was the first one wow was really something bigger to create and expand and add some new chorus and yeah so the idea was born between between a weekend and if i'm creating music i'm just sitting down and playing some drums adding some nice little pads i have no idea behind of those tracks so i'm, I'm just sitting down and, and jam around and yeah it, it happened and uh, i liked sargasus now but you remember i told you sargasus wasn't my little baby in, in the first place but uh, i think it's a great track now it's it's like also with the the ending the piano in the distance yeah. playing some music and some melody yeah I like that. It was the melody that stood out to me in the first version because it was was just epic. And, you know, even though it wasn't at the place you wanted as far as production, you wanted better production behind it, which is why it changed so much. Like, I could tell that that's just, it's it's a hit. Yeah, it it changed so much. That's true. So, yeah, it's the last two months or four weeks, I added so much to every song because I knew I, I have to release it or otherwise. I'm, I'm still producing after five years, ten years, and, and I added so many things to every song and, and to the I did the intros, the outros, and it all comes together. It's all inside of the package now. I gotta say, I love the artwork, the cover yeah, art. Great one! It's a great one. I hired a guy from Fiverr with two R's, Fiverr.com. Mm-hmm. 
It's a, it's a website, you can hire some artist or whatever you want. And I found a guy because I did some posts on Facebook, I need some artist, blah, 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 blah. And the guy stood out because of his artworks and uh, I got in contact with him. I paid him some money. I gave him some guidelines. I need the Matterhorn, the Swiss one because I am Swiss, uh, I'm living in Switzerland. I need a motorhorn with a city underneath it and some guy watching the scene, maybe with the fireplace or so. And he was working his ass off and he did a great thing. So, and he's from Azerbaijan, so okay. special. And he's doing artwork since 10 years, I don't know. Wow, that's a Farzad Gazimov. Exactly. Uh, Forkshot, Forksot, I don't know how to spell it, uh, Gosimov from... KGM 1988. Yeah, he's KGM 1980. He's also around the 30, 50s, I don't know, 35 cool. years. Great guy, so I did web stuff on my own, but... Uh, I didn't have time to make some artwork and so I've, I've hired a guy and he did a very great job and I'm supporting him in every post I do, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it came out beautiful. Yeah, it's great. It's a motorhorn. I don't know, how do you say motorhorn in, in Seattle? Motorhorn. Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Ma very American A, Matterhorn. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter, the horn. Because <laughs> we, uh, we have a Disneyland ride, yeah. the Matterhorn, oh, with the okay. Yeti. <laughs> they have Yetis one. inside. Okay. Uh -huh. Little one, and it's got a roller coaster, and that's what we call it, the Matterhorn. Yeah, and probably I, I don't live near the Matterhorn. I don't live near the, the Swiss oh. Alps here, but uh, hello? You don't have yeah. a view? Oh, you don't have a view of the Matterhorn from your. From no, your home. I don't have a view. Of <laughs> but uh, for me, I wanted something special. Uh, you know, Switzerland is like chocolate clocks and the, the Matterhorn. <laughs> and the neutral zone. And uh, Andrew Lessons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, and I knew the, the Matterhorn is, is world famous, most people know it, and mm -hmm. most people are thinking, ah, Switzerland is Sweden, and no, we are not Sweden, Sweden <laughs> is a different part of Europe, <laughs> etc. But uh, yeah, I don't know, that idea was was in me within five minutes, and I wanted so, some mountain over there, and the Matterhorn was the, the perfect candidate. And uh, I hope you see, ah, it's a Swiss Matterhorn. That guy is probably a Swiss guy. It's, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe. If, if they recognize that mountain. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so, too. It's a very unique shape. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. And it's over 4,000 meters high. I don't know the exact. Uh, oh. exact Have you climbed it? No, not really. If you climb the if if you climb the mountain, then you are one of pro. So you need some experience to climb that. Right. It's not it's not an uh, it's not an easy part to do it. So. <laughs> no, it's very vertical. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, and it's very dangerous. People are dying every year because they fall out of a cliff and I don't know. Oh, goodness. But yeah, better eat fondue and rocklets and enjoy your freaking weekend. <laughs> don't step on high mounts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
used to be in in these rock bands, but you've produced for yourself a, a fully synth album. Now that tells me, um, do you have other influences outside of rock and roll? Must be some synth. I'm listening to almost everything from ACDC, Rainbow. Uh, I like Rainbow, Deep Purple, whatever. I like new stuff, trance, techno, jazz. I also listen to Mos Mozart uh, the last week. Nice. So I'm. Um, and I am listening to some Swiss folk music, and okay. uh, I'm open for everything. And uh, the, my influence in that album is, of course, uh, the soundtrack from Fire and Ice from the 80s, uh -huh. which wrote Harold Faltermeyer, the German guy, Jan Hammer, Taylor Dane with Tell It nice. To My Heart. Tell It To My Heart. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> this is such a great beat, and also the bass and the drums, and, and of course, Erasure. Yeah, I remember you mentioned Erasure, and I ended up listening to that song, A Little Respect, like on repeat. In my teenage years, Erasure was that thing, of course, with Andy Bell and Vince Clark. And, uh, and one song in the album, The Season's End, was very influenced by Marilyn. I don't know if you know the band Marilyn, one of the best mm. prog rock band ever with Fish as the singer. Nice. It's uh, very cool. Yeah, and I love ACDC if I start ACDC parties on. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very open to music. I'm listening to reggae and everything. But music has to, maybe it's because music has to reflect something from something. It has to be emotional, you know? I also love techno, trance, especially trance. It's, it's emotional and I can tell you the trends from the 90s from the beginning and the trends from today is so different but i'm listening to everything so nice so right now uh what is well i guess my first question when did you get your first synthesizer do you remember can you tell me when and what it was my first synthesizer it was back in 1982 or so, I can't remember. I got a little Casio PT-20, such a small little thing with, with rhythm and you can you could change the chords on some little small buttons like a, like, like a kid's toy. And after two years, I went with my father to a music store here back in 85. And then we saw the Yamaha DX7, which is a famous, world famous uh, FM synth. And there was another one, the Core Poly6, which was uh, an analog synth. And then we decided I will get the Core Poly6 because he had more knobs on it, lots of knobs you, you could turn and, and the Yamaha DX7 had a few buttons, that's it. And at the end, I was glad because the DX7 is the pain in the beep to program any sounds. So it was the first uh, FM synthesizer and I got the very cool old Korg Poly6 back then, uh, a real analog synth. I've sold it later to some DJ from Zurich, I can't remember. And yeah, it all started with, with, with the Korg Polysics. Nice. And I still own Korg. The album was played on a Korg Kronos 2, the newest workstation from Korg. Very cool. But you, uh, you did it on Logic? Yeah, I did it on Logic Pro, on a 2011 MacBook Pro 17 inch. Very cool. <laughs> That's a, quite a change. 
from uh, what you used to use. Yeah, back in the days, if, if you had an analog synthesizer, there were no MIDI around. MIDI was created in 1985, exactly this year, that year, from uh, Dave Smith and other people. And there was some 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 upgrades to upgrade my called politics with some MIDI interface and I didn't do that. Yeah, before the 85, 1985, it was, it, it, it's like hand played, handwritten, or there was some function CFAO, which was like a trigger, not, not MIDI notes, but it was triggering the beats together. But uh, yeah, because Jean-Michel Jaure, you know, Jean-Michel Jaure was, of course, one of my influences uh, as, a, as a kid. And the guy, this guy, this guy worked without MIDI. He worked with that. It's like it was like an interface to synchronize the rhythm. But I think it was hand played at once and recorded. Yeah, layered whatever. And yeah, that's why Shomishishori is so famous. He did it in the seventies. Not today. Today, everyone can make music, doing music on the iPad, on the Samsung tablet, wherever you want, on the iPhone, in a train, in your car. It's easier, but you have more concurrence. Other people, they're making the better sound than you. Mm. So are you aware of uh, all the live stream concerts that have been going on in the scene? I am aware of that once in a lifetime this yeah. October. Yeah. I still have no ticket, but I think, when, when is it? Next week? Oh, October 9th. So, are there still tickets around? Or Yeah, they, they never run out of tickets for live streams because there's no oh, capacity oh. cap. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid question. They can I was just wondering yeah. if uh, you would do a live stream concert at some point. Since you've got, you know, you've got your studio all set up. Yeah, I can remember one year back, I had the idea at my release, I will do it live and perform and everything, but I'm an old man. I have to release it, lean back, enjoy it, smoke some cigar. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, right now, I'm I'm still open. It's finished. Yeah, it's crazy. Two years in, in, of my life, and yeah. it has grown up. Another song, another track. Oh, there will be eight or ten, twelve, fourteen. Uh, actually, I had sixteen tracks, but I smashed two of them because uh, there was so much work to do and they never went well actually so at the end i'm relaxing now and probably next year or we will see it will be nice a live concert with 100,000 people <laughs> that would be nice <laughs> Will be I, nice. I don't even know if 100,000 yeah. people like Synthwave. Do we have that many fans? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Not in Switzerland. We <laughs> have maybe 10 people who like Switzerland. Yeah, that's, that's another problem here. <clears throat> so much money laying around. Not in my house, but... Uh, people here I did. so uh, usually we Swiss people look to Germany which is 10 times greater they have 10 times more space 10 times more folks around and gotcha well, that makes sense then what about uh, what about labels do you have any interest in being signed signed by a label means I have to produce yeah you're good at that 
And, and right now, I don't know, my future plans or right now, I'm still in the process to release it. iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff, uh, all that digital platforms via chat records. And next week, they will put it out. And then I have one, two, three weeks. And I don't know, maybe I will start tomorrow a new track and we'll start produce again. And right now, I think a 14 track album will never happen again maybe some ep with one or three or four tracks or i don't know i wouldn't say never again i mean could be might be another two years yeah don't say never again maybe i come back in two years with 30 tracks i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a tough sell a 30 track album could be yeah
don't don't let any just any label pick you up. Come talk to me first if somebody comes knocking at your door. <laughs> no, there was no one knocking on my door, and I I still want to be uh, free. No, not free. Uh, you know. Yeah, free agent, self-produced, unsigned. Self, exactly, self-produced, and because I'm a Swiss guy, we are self-produced. I am also a self-produced musician. <laughs> that makes sense. And all that stuff with mastering and etc. Uh, you know, uh, I've mastered it on my own now, and I think it's it's a great one. I did mm-hmm. my job. I think I have the skill for that, and the mix was also very great. So mastering only means you push the headroom a bit with some bass frequency. There's some little high frequency, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some some people like to sign to label for reasons like uh, they help with the physical releases like helping with the cost of producing tapes and vinyls okay you know do you plan on doing any physical releases for this album vinyl will be nice or tapes tape will be nice tapes are easy uh, tapes are easy i mm-hmm. think i will release vinyl because what is greater than you have your own piece of vinyl in your own hands and can mm-hmm. play it on your own plottenspiel you know turntable mm-hmm. that's 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 great but i have to study those uh, offers we have to produce minimum 400 or 100, but maybe also tape. But I need a, a tape recorder then. <laughs> <laughs> I could do on, on my own. Like in the 80s, you know, you had a, a tape deck with two decks in it and you're doing copies of them. <laughs> And today you have a color laser printer and you print the, the cover on your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to produce it professionally, of course. Mm-hmm. It helps because, you know, the upfront costs for vinyls are, like you said, a minimum order of 100. I haven't seen any less than that. Maybe 50, but then you're paying out the ass for every copy and you can't sell those. But the tapes, tapes... Goodness, what does a startup cost on cassette tapes? It's almost nothing. Tapes are the better way, you mean, you think. Uh, I know you have a big tape collection. I do, I do. That's just because um, they're easy to collect. Like, I don't have 130 vinyls. <laughs> you know how much it would cost me? A lot of them have been gifts. Yeah, three grants. I would love second chance on a vinyl. You know, the artwork alone is perfect. I would like to. And because of Forkchart Gosimov, he did the great album cover. Would be nice to see some vinyl stuff, like in the video animation you saw, which he also did. Would be great. Maybe, maybe not. He did your logo too? He did also the logo. It's it's an easy one, but it's 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 like a Back to the Future kindish style yeah. or yeah. And I, I think it's it's perfect because I like Back to the Future so much. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that mocked up on a T-shirt. Are those real or is that uh, just a concept for now? It was a concept, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, you will get your stuff personally produced. I'm a janitor. Here in, in, and we have some t-shirts company here. We have a t-shirt company here and she cool. can print everything on everything and you will get my gift with some Swiss cheese in it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it survives the yeah. mail. <laughs> Got that, yeah. 
cut that. <laughs> no, the, the t-shirt, uh, Julian Green was also uh, crying out, I want a shirt, I want a shirt, and yeah. He's got enough shirts. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to see him standing in Toronto. Toronto? Yeah, you say Toronto. And with Swiss Germans, we say Toronto, Toronto. I pronounce the T, Toronto. They don't say that over there, though. Toronto. Yeah, and they say Toronto, Toronto. <laughs> Yo, I'm living in Toronto. And he will also get uh, a nice T-shirt. I think he has XS, small one, I don't know. Medium. Uh, it's a medium one. Yeah. Yeah, he'll take a picture in front of the uh, CN Tower. I'll get one in front of the Space Needle. That'd be cool. Oh, they also have a needle. I would like to see you on top of the needle because I never went to the needle. I don't think they let me up at the top. No? It's still closed? Or? Oh, uh, actually, they took the restaurant out and replaced it with a lounge, and I think the lounge is now open. That's the okay. one with the glass floor. Somebody yep. told me about that. I haven't been up there since my high school prom, to be honest. <laughs> okay. You're not afraid of heights? No. Okay, but I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the whole thing's glass going all the way up. You see, you know, all uh, the way down. 200 meters to 180, I don't know. I don't know. They tell you how many Milky Way bars high it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. A thousand something. No. Yeah, it, no, it's it's too high for me. So. And and there were so many people standing in, in, in line, so I, I decided to skip that uh, needle. Yeah. When you get up there anyway and you're looking at the view of Seattle, you know, you can't help but think something's missing. This doesn't look like Seattle without the Space Needle, but you're in it, so you can't look at it. Ah, uh, you, you missed the needle because yeah. you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <crazy>. you know. <laughs> you're not missing much. Doesn't look like Seattle yeah. anymore from the Space Needle. Actually, it looks just like Toronto, actually. Toronto, yeah. Toronto. It's nice how you say to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, they're going to want you out there, too, if you go on tour. you got to make a stop in Toronto. My wife went to Toronto in English school six years ago. Uh, it was a great time for her and for me. So I was single then for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to play out with a song that caught my eye and my ear. Uh, the track Zoe, it's the penultimate track on the album. Aside from the, I thought we could close out with that one. Exactly. I thought it was so gorgeous. Well, I want to thank you for being my guest tonight on the show. And congrats on the release. After two years, you finally did it. I've been waiting. I've been chomping at the bit. I've been waiting for this to come out. I've been waiting to show everybody what you've been doing. So uh, I want to thank everybody listening in the IRC, uh, YouTube, Discord, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, my name is Karin Zoe Lee. You've been listening to Night Ride FM. And this has been my guest, Andrew Lesynth. Check out his debut release, Second Chance on Bandcamp and uh, we're going to keep our eyes open for possible merch physicals, t-shirts, whatnot. thank you again and have a good night <laughs>